Blog Talk Radio. podcast i gotta give a shout out to levi man he's a uh christian rapper he's a or actually country rap but it's christian music so that's pretty cool so shout out to levi man for letting me use his newer song letters in red go to youtube look up levi man type in letters in red uh i downloaded this song off of amazon music so levi gave me to go ahead to play it on my podcast it's a great song, great message. Uh, he lives in the mountains of North Carolina, so he's as country fried and redneck as me, but he's a Christian artist, and that's Christian rap music that mixes the country rap with it. So shout out to Levi, man. Thank you for letting me use the song. I love that song. Great message. So I've got a great show in store for you. And I wanted to change the song that I was using. I love that other song, uh, Left Turn by Cody Hicks. Great song, super great song. I play it a lot, but it's got a cuss word in it. I don't like cuss words. I hate cuss words with a passion. I'm not going to have them on my show. Uh, There's several things I'm not going to have on my show. I'm not going to have track bashing. I'm not going to have any kind of negativity pointed towards any tracks or anything like that. That won't be tolerated on the show. just want to go ahead and throw those out there. And I want a song that was clean, didn't have no cuss words in it, so that's the song I went with. So... <clears throat> Uh, went to Northwest Florida Speedway um, a few weeks ago. It was awesome. Got all my videos posted to so the Southern Tra- Dirt Track Report Supporters Group. And went to Tri-County Speedway last weekend and watched some awesome racing. I found all the features and posted them in the Southern Dirt Track Report Supporters Group, which is awesome. So y'all join our supporters group at four ninety nine a month. It's where all of our feature videos will be. And I would be at Northwest Florida Speedway this weekend, but I'm going to Deep South Speedway. I haven't been to Deep South in a while. And I'm going to watch my buddy Kenny Voorhees get married at the racetrack. So shout-out to Kenny and his uh, girlfriend, April. Of course, they already they got legally married uh, last weekend, or the last race they were supposed to have at Deep South, but they got rained out, so couldn't have the 
official ceremony. So thankfully, Mr. Billy Roberson and staff gonna let them get married by my friend Kane Long, Derek Long during the intermission at Deep South Speedway so this weekend. So y'all come on out Deep South Speedway, watch some awesome racing. All local classes, pure stocks, UMP mods, street stocks. I think 604s are on schedule this weekend and pure stocks. So uh, all those regular classes plus 604s. And uh, this is podcast is presented by Race Safe for Fuel Arrester. In my opinion, it's the best fuel safety device on the market. It's I don't know of very many fuel safety devices. I know of a few, but not like this. Like, it's made in the USA. Me and Robbie pride ourselves as, you know, patriotic. So support American business. Uh, no Chinese garbage. Uh, last thing you want is something from China trying to save your life in a race car, whether it's seat belts or don't skip on safety. Don't don't duct tape and Gorilla Glue your car. I know that's the redneck way is Gorilla Glue and duct tape, but not in a race car. Don't do it. Don't skip on safety. I've seen some cars that, like, if there was a DOT for, for racing, a DOT officer would shut them down. You can't race this piece of junk. So, yeah, safety first. Um, fuel arresters are awesome. So it goes around your fuel cell of your race car. If your car gets in an accident and your fuel cell gets ruptured, damaged, it will uh, soak up race fuel. And it's like our friend Kyle Jinks over at Front Wheel Drive Friday said. He's got one for his SCDRA center car. So <clears throat> it won't soak up every bit of your race fuel, but it will soak up enough enough to give you time to get out the car, give you time to get unbuckled, because it takes time to get unbuckled from these seat belts and get out of your race car. It's not that easy. I've shared all kinds of videos and pictures on our Facebook page at Race Safe Fuel Arrester where cars have caught fire. And there's one video, and, and I show this video to everybody I see at the racetrack. The Soto Speedway Asphalt Track. They had a pure stock race, asphalt pure stock race. And, uh, and you can hear the announcer and somebody's filming, and these two pure stock drivers get together and get tangled up and wrecked and coming in the corner after a green, and then another car gets involved, three of them, car slams in the, in the pure stock in front of him, fuel cell explodes, all three cars catch fire. Two drivers get out pretty quick, but one guy's still pinned in his car. He's finally able to get out, and you see him jump out of the car. He's on fire. He runs around the safety truck, you can see it in the video, and the safety crews chase him down and with the fire extinguishers, and they put the fire out. Pretty scary stuff, man. Fuel fires are not to be taken lightly. I, I mean, don't joke about safety, no matter what kind of safety product it is. You know, and uh, I shared a video recently of a sprint car. Uh, I was talking with uh, at Tri-County Speedway. I got to give a shout-out to Mr. Mike Boland and Jamie Boland, the pair at Trackstar Race Cars. They brought in the Southern Thunder Series, the new 602 Late Model Series, and the Tri-County Speedway, the Swamp, and they did awesome. And i got to give a shout-out to them. I had a talk with Mr. Mike about the fuel arrestor, so thank you for the talk, Mr. Mike. And one of the videos I showed him was uh, recently, I think it was last season, or maybe, I forgot when it was exactly, but they had a sprint car race. And I can't tell if it's a, four, a 410 wing sprint or a USCS Outlaw 360, but either way, it's a big wing sprint car. And somebody's filming, and a sprint car comes around the track, and all of a sudden, you see the car ignite, explode, and fire goes everywhere. 
and the sprint car driver's on fire. He bails out of the car, and the safety crew's still not there yet. So one of the other sprint cars uh, stops, and the driver gets out of his car, runs over there, and is stomping on this guy trying to get this fire out. And, you know, whether it's a fuel fire or fire in the other part of the other parts of the car, we got you covered because we got a fuel arrestor for your battery. I've seen a battery explode. I watched it at Deep South Speedway this year. A battery exploded, caught fire in a car. Uh, we make one for the battery. We make one for your fuel lines. We have fuel sleeve wrap that goes around your fuel lines. You just tell us what size and how long you want it. We make your fuel line wrap go all the way to the front of the car to, to help prevent fuel from spilling from your fuel line. And of course, we make one for the fuel, uh, fuel cell. It does not matter what size fuel cell you got. If you got a go kart, it don't matter. We make one for go kart, junior slingshot, sprint cars, uh, drag cars. You know, drag cars only take like a three and a half gallon fuel cell for the front of the car. So we make those two, and we also make one for your fuel pump. Uh, so we make one for all parts of your car. So hit us up. We can get you. We can get you set up with a fuel safety device. Uh, help prevent fuel from spilling from your race car. And I don't want to see anybody get burned in a race car. I don't want to see anybody local get burned. You know, you see people that don't wear gloves and r- racing, whether it's asphalt or whatever. I think that's dumb, too, not wearing gloves because you can get your hands burned. And, of course, the number one thing I hear is, oh, I can't put on my tear off. Oh, you can you can pull your tear off. You just got a redneck rig away. You can do like my buddy Daniel Sullivan, his dad Tim Sullivan does. He pulls it and gets him tear offs just enough, bent just enough to where he can pull it off with his gloves. He don't have no problem. You know. There's so many a Hans device. Hans device neck restraint. Whether it's a Hans device, Vamp neck brace, whatever, it'll help save your life, you know. There's so many safety items. I'm a safety guru. Call me the safety Nazi, whatever you want to call me. I could care less about being the fastest car every weekend, you know, winning the most races. If I ain't safe in that race car, I'm not going to worry about being I can worry about speed later because you got to be able to come home to your family. you got to be able to – there's so many – I mean, there, I've seen so many stories of people getting hurt joking around about safety and racing. And tonight we got an awesome show. We have Billy Walker coming on live, which is awesome. I like Billy Walker. And then we have Destiny R. Bomber Driver. And Billy Walker drives a factory stock. And everybody knows Billy. He's a fan favorite at most of your racetracks. Everybody loves Billy Walker. And I, I, I like watching him race, especially when he goes to the endurance race at Why Not Motorsports Park, the Shady Brady Wing 200. Uh, I love watching racing enduro car. So let me see if Billy is called in. Let's see. Hello there. Who we got? Is this? Let's see. Let me see if Billy's called in. Hello there. Six oh one. Let's see. Okay, okay, my bad, that's Chris. Okay, my bad, Chris. All right, so we got Chris Creighton. 
Well, uh, I don't know why Billy hadn't called in yet. I told him 17. All right. Uh, my bad, Chris. I, I got to keep up with people's numbers. Because I just pulled up Chris's number on my phone. Okay, let's see. Let me message Billy Walker. Well, we do have Destiny Yard Bomber Driver coming on, so I'm super excited to have Destiny on. She's got... She's going to talk about her stuff, her big stuff, what she's got coming up. So, let me see. I sent Billy the number to call in. All right, let's see. Let me make sure. I thought I sent him the number. I may not have. Anyways, it's in the link I sent him. I do know that. All right, so let me make sure he gets this number. Whoops. Copy and paste. So we got a great show for you. Uh, maybe you can... I talked to my friend Cameron Goldsworthy earlier. That's that's another safety person like me. He's a safety guru like me. Cameron knows a lot about safety, and I can't wait to get him on the show that's my dude right there. Me, me and Cameron, man, he's a great, great guy. If you want to, um, yeah, I like I like getting Cameron on because he was on our Talking Dirt podcast. Man, it already was doing last year and the year before. Cameron came on so uh, several times actually and talked safety and his sponsors and gotta give a shout out to Cameron. He's Oh, I appreciate what he's done for me, and I, I like him. And uh, y'all be sure and pray for his mom and his family. Okay, here we go. We got Billy Walker on the line. What's, what's going on, buddy? <clears throat> man, what you doing? How you doing, my man? Pretty good, pretty good. But I just about forgot about you. I've been working on the race course. <laughs> well, that well, that's cool. So, so you getting ready for a race this weekend? No, not this week. I mean, uh, I'm getting ready. We're fixing to go back up north in New Jersey and race. And uh, just been taking off a few weeks and hadn't messed with the car a whole lot because I know I ain't had no money to mess with it. <laughs> so well, now I'm trying to get it. We're going up there. Man, I know you're excited about that because I remember when you went last year, you enjoyed that, didn't you? Yeah, we had fun last year. That's why we're going back this year. We got to fairly up there. Um, there was a few cars that was a little over the rules of what it was supposed to be, but they said they were going to get it right this year. I told them if they made it right, we'd come back. And they said they were going to make it right, so we're going to go back and see how we stack up. We're going to we're going to try to equal the playing field this year. We got a few things that we didn't have last year that they had, and that was told that we could have it. So now we're going back with a gun instead of a knife. Woo! So, so what's the name of that racetrack? Bridgeport Speedway. I bet it's a big it'll be, on flow, too, it'll be on flow racing at the first weekend of October. Flow racing, okay. First weekend of October, okay. Well, look, everybody be sure and tune in to watch Billy Walker race it. We want to see you win up here and show them boys how our Southerners run a race. And that's the plan. Last year we got up there, like I said, we had a lot less than what they did. Still qualified fourth out of the 60-something cars. Uh, end up uh, getting into the wall. I uh, broke a shock and end up getting into the wall. And uh, breaking a brake line and on lap 78, I just said, you know, I ain't going to tear it up no more than I already did. Just 
went ahead and pulled it off the track. Wow, that was all driver error. I bet that was fun racing at that track. Though, is it a high bank? It was fun. Well, really high bank and really big. It's oh man. I would compare it to like Eldora. If you can run, you got to run two different sets of gears. One gear if you're gonna run the top, and a different gear if you're gonna run the bottom. So you got to pretty much pick what you're gonna run before you go out. And I decided Ooh. I was gonna run the top all night, and that's what I did. Wow, that is a big racetrack when you got to run two different sets of gears for. It, it was very fun this year, taking the wife and the kids up there, let them have fun. Uh, we're going to go up a day early and go to D.C. and hang out. And uh, on uh, Friday morning, go to hang out in D.C. and then race Friday night. And, and then go go back Saturday and do it again. Feature 100 laps. Oh, wow. That, I love endurance races like that. That's my favorite. Get a, get a pit stop at lap 50. You can do whatever you want to the car. But you only got, I think it was five minutes or ten minutes you got to do it, you know. Whatever you want to do. You wow. can change tires, springs, whatever you want. It ain't like down here. Oh, all you can do is put gas. No. It's a pit stop just like any other pit stop. Wow. That's awesome. I like that idea. <laughs> I mean, that, we were just treated, they treated us really good last time I was up there. Me and Josh O'Neill went. We got treated fair uh-huh. and nice and and I said I told him I'd be back, you know, and I'm, I'm going to go back. So how many cars did they have that night? 66 last year. Ooh. He said there'd probably be around 75 or 80 this year. Wow. So that, that's uh, the best of the best drivers are going to this. The best in the Northeast. I mean, it, I was from the furthest away, but it is like a 16, 17-hour drive up there. Wow. But, well, hey, that, the, that's the a memorable was, experience. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's a different kind of clay. I mean, my car works pretty good everywhere it goes. So, I mean, I really didn't struggle none. Didn't have to make a whole lot of changes if the gear changed. But they they gave us three or $400 last year for a long haul. I mean, they, they made it worth our while and treated us fairly, and that's all I, I cared about, you know. There was a few cars that wow. probably have been racing with us, but, you know, they were there, so they made them put on extra weight. It did, it hurt them, but not enough, you know. <laughs> well, that's cool. So it's all factory stops. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, they're a little bit more than factory stock up there, but we 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 learned what we need to learn last year, what to take back, you know. Well, that's cool. We, we're going we'll, to take back more this year than we had last year, so we should we should do good. We're going to represent. Well, I, I hope. That's, cool. that's great. You're going to put Alabama on the map. <laughs> Try to, try to. We tried to. I tried to put them on the map in Mississippi a couple of weeks ago. We just couldn't, couldn't seal the deal. A couple of years in a row, been in the top three, and just can't seal the deal. Why not? Well, I tell you what, that was a heck of a race because I was pulling for you. I was pulling for you yeah. to make it, man. Like, because I mean, I like watching you race, and I said, man, Billy Walker's gonna do it this year, and darn, always some buzzard luck. <laughs> I always catch something bad luck in the race, but I mean. Second place out of 130 cars ain't too bad, but I never go that's, to yeah, that's not, never go to get second. There you go. You're like uh, you're like Denny Hamlin. You go there first place is what you think about. Checkers are records. Yeah, checkers are records. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, like I was talking about earlier. 
I tell you what, I was talking about earlier, that time I I watched you race at, at the Shady Brady Wing 200 endurance race. Now, that was cool. Yeah, that, we had a – it was one of those last-minute deals. We built a little uh, Infinity G35, uh, poured it out of the junkyard and aired the tires up on it and got it running and went up there and didn't know a whole lot about the little car. Just literally maybe drove it a mile or two and put it on a trailer and went up there and thing. Now I made up about 20 spots in three or four laps. I think on lap like seven or eight, the uh, radiator busted the tank on. I was like, well, what the crap? I guess it just set up too long. Dang. Because that was, I was pulling for you in that race because that endurance race was so much fun. I enjoy that. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to go back this year. We, we're going to, probably going to get another little Mindy. I like the way they run. I just don't like the transmission. We're going to go with a standard shift next time. But my little girls, yeah. they've been driving that Infinity for a year around the house. They drive it to it around here, playing around, because I live in the woods. My 10, 11-year-old oh, girls, that's, cool. that's their car now, they say. Well, that's cool. So so what kind of engines they got in there, a little four-cylinder? No, that's got a V6, a 3.5-liter V6. They're strong. They're Ooh. really strong to be what they are. They'll outrun the Crown Vicks. I know that. Oh, I bet it would. I bet it would smoke them Crown Vicks. <laughs> Ain't no doubt. Just we had, like I said, the why not? I won two races up there, regular uh, season races up there last year. Well, because I won one of the, I think it was the Prelude. I won one of the bigger races I had up there last year, but only went a couple of times. And I just the three stock national race has just been a, a, a nightmare for me. I, just, I can make the show, no problem. Win the heat race, get to the feature, and something mistake. It was a mistake that happened this year. And it wasn't on my part. I ain't blaming nobody, but it happens. Yeah. We got, well, we I got, got a feeling next year will be year. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm about to give up on that race. <laughs> Cost so much money <laughs> to go racing. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ain't no doubt. And then, like, the, the government ain't helping us none. Our president ain't helping us none. <laughs> oh, man. The race that people don't understand, a race like that costs two to three thousand dollars to go for three or four days to create a race. I mean, the payout's okay, but you just about got to win to break even. Uh, yeah. That- and you know, if you could, okay. So, so here's something Robbie's been talking about. So he's been in racing since the seventies. His dad raced sprint cars, and he actually started racing in the eighties. He said back in the eighties when they had a street stock. It was actually a street stock car. You went out two or three thousand dollars and went to go race. Now you got forty thousand dollars and up street stock. Those which days is are outrageous. long gone, man. Yeah, I mean, Some if day, you could come up, some days are so long like, you, shocks nowadays cost what a a set of shocks and tires cost what a car. A set of shocks and tires nowadays cost what a whole car cost back in the eighties. Yeah, ain't that stupid? And if you could come up with a class. An affordable class. What would you come up with? Well, I would, I would take on these factory stock cars or the pure stock. Any of these classes, you can put them on any motor they want to run and give them a restrictor plate at the pay window at the at the ticket booth when you come in when you register your car. Mm-hmm. Hand them a hand them a restrictor plate to put up under the carburetor, and that there's no way it can't be fair. And if, hey, you, if you alter like the if you alter the restrictor plate, you automatically suspend it for a year. That would there. Nobody else hey. cheat. Restrictor plate will go, govern everybody back down to where they need to be at. 
And you can run out. I'm fine with 500 that. Cubic against, a 500 cubic against motor or a 283. They're going to run the same because it can't get no air. If it can't get no air, it's not going to run. Well, that's pretty smart. That's, I like the way you think. That, that I've said it for years, but nobody will do it. They want to do Oh, everybody needs to be on these 13 or 14 rules. And uh, you can't do that. You, you, you need to be on a, a restrictor plate. And it every other thing don't matter after that, you know. Yeah. They'll and all build the same Stock as can be. Yeah. Stock as can be, and then start a start a bomber class with LS motors in them, because I think we're gonna be on one for long. If if I gotta be the first one on one, I'll do it. The LS well, is the way yeah. to go, but it's so much cheaper. Yeah, because you know, they like build. for instance, when I, it's just go so ahead. much easier to run them, you know. Well, they they build 30, 40 horsepower less than a crate motor, but you can go to your local junkyard and pay eight, nine hundred dollars for a motor instead of sixty five hundred now. Yeah, it, just, it makes I'll, no I'll, sense I'll, not to do it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And another thing, we need to put a stop to. Not necessarily saying they're doing it down here, but I can remember my friend Richard Ford that used to run Speedway Video Productions. I met him uh, one weekend. We was at East Alabama Motor Speedway for the rescheduled National 100. And he was telling me about the Road Warrior class they got up there. And he's like, yeah, we got it up where I'm from. He's like, it used to be started out as like a bomber class. And he said it was so cheap. But then, then the drivers wanted this and had this, and they gave it to them. And they, then they said they wanted more pay. And I said, whoa, 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 wait a second. We already gave what you wanted. And then the class just dwarfed until it was just too expensive they just need to well, the, do like you said, Lee, do a class like it is. Well, the Road Warrior class at Phoenix City now is so stretched out on rules, it's not even it's not even a factory stock at all. It's not even a bomber car. It's a hell, it's to be honest with you, it's almost a street the same name street stock. There are direct drive transmission, spoilers, big wheels, a small tire on the big wheel, but it, it's and they're lighter. It's nothing like a factory stock here. I went up there last year and raced a street stock. I drove Chris uh-huh. Walker's street stock up there and ran second. And I drove my car, and I ended up getting a flat. And I didn't even uh, run the B-Main. I just let it up my home because of the stuff that they were running. They are running four-barrel carburetors. I mean, nothing to, nothing like what we're running, you know? Wow. Quite a big oh, difference. And that's their beginner class there in this just as fast as street stock, if not faster. Wow. It, that's it's nuts. just stretched out there. You got classes, but, you got racetracks in Alabama that's like that where the rules are stretched out, and you got places like Talladega Short Track that'll DQ you for a piece of sheet metal. And it's so strict. You know, we we need to wow. get the South needs to get on a rule package where everybody's on the same rules, not saying crate racing or not saying any other one. But I don't believe a local race car driver builds his own stuff and works on his stuff should have to pay for no license. Pay to race. Yeah. We race. I mean, not, I can't speak for everybody because I'm. Uh, everybody's not like that. I race out of my own pocket, and I and I race. Uh-huh. When when I when people ask me, I say, "Why you ain't racing? I can't afford to. I race when I can and when I can afford to, and I just don't have that budget just to go every race weekend, you know." Right. But when I do, got my shit together. You know what I mean? Oh heck yeah! So, how many wins do you have in your whole career? Oh man, I don't even know. Four or five. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Wow, I, I figured you'd have had more than that. I got seven this year. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I knew uh, that didn't I, sound right. I, I, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you, probably over the last 20 years, I took a two-year break one time, but I'd probably say 100 maybe. I, to be honest with you, I wouldn't know. We never counted to have one break season. Or the year before last, we won 10. We won uh, 11 last year. We won 7 this year, 30. So I really don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Wow. In other words, you're so good you could do it backwards blindfolded. Oh, I couldn't do that. I tried that before. When I tear off, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> you will be blindfolded ever... for sure. <laughs> it's... Look, if he, if he race backwards blindfolded and win a race, I'm going to shake your hand. <laughs> hey, no doubt. I work on a, a few guys' cars around here, and one guy said his car, I ain't going to say his name. He, he called me and said, Billy, man, this car drives itself. He said, man, all I got to do is just hold on to the steering wheel. Barely hold the steering wheel. It just drives itself. I said, that's what it's supposed to do. I said, well, don't let go of the wheel, buddy. It will, it will tear it up. <laughs> So do you, yeah, do I got, you have any What'd you say? You, you got what now? Go ahead, say what you, I, I go ahead. Okay, so you got any sponsors any, anybody yeah, any sponsors anybody you wanna thank? Yeah, man, uh I got uh a law firm automobile with Hedge and Copeland. If anybody around the area gets in a wreck, car wreck or gets hurt, they'll hook you up. Also, uh McKissick Framing Automobile. Oh, I got I got the battery shop out of Pensacola and Mobile. I've got uh, and I've got so many people. I've got a I've got a few that don't like their names mentioned because they don't want other people bothering them about That's sponsoring cool. them. You know how people are. Yeah. But uh, I do uh, I got so many sponsors. I got a lot of little sponsors. I mean, I got KT's Garage out of Mobile. They build hot rods in Mobile. Green County heating and air out of uh, Green County, Mississippi. They all pitch in here and there, do what they can. But my main sponsor is Hedge and Copeland out of Mobile, the lawyers, injury lawyers. Well, that's cool. Well, everybody, everybody, look them up on Facebook and the internet. Yeah, that's right. You got you got anything else yeah. you want to talk about for we... engine machine shop? I forgot that they do my engines in my automobile. Oh, awesome! Okay. Now, uh, Anybody need any engine work? Give them. Yeah, call Engine Machine Shop. His name is Kevin. Just call him up. He can hook you up with a motor and get you hooked right up. Awesome. But we are going to fair in two weeks. Uh, that's what we've been waiting on. I've been, to be honest with you, I've been lazy. I've been out there today working on it, trying to get it ready because I'm going to wait last minute. Got a little bit of body damage to fix. Put some new tires on it and take it up north. Uh, you know anybody that wants to well, help out, hit me up. <laughs> well, look, I, I hope I hope there's a photographer there. If any photographers are listening up in that area, I want y'all to get some pictures of Billy, because especially getting a picture of him going across the checkered flag in first place, that's what I want to see. <laughs> We're going to bring the subject back home. Man, that's okay, awesome. That, that would, that would be the biggest win. Yeah, there you go. Just go Debo the trophy. <laughs> 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 that 
Yeah, that's, All right. That's well, a, uh, probably my biggest win if I do win it. I mean, this year we was in South Florida in February. We got 20000 Started back in 12th, I think it was. Made it up to the top three and was pushing second by first place and no motor went down. I mean, that would have been a $20,000 payday. We definitely had one of the faster cars on the track, if not the fastest car on the track. Uh, we went the next weekend wow, at Dothan awesome. and won a big race over there the very next weekend. So the car was good. It's still good. And if anybody well, needs to cool. call, call me. Okay, yeah, if you need it. And do you have any, like, do you have a race team page on your Facebook for people to follow? Yeah, i got Billy Badass Racing. It's uh, on my Facebook. We start Patreon. I'm not sure yet how it works. i got to figure that part out. I just started this past week. That's uh, Everybody wants me to do YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. I'm just going to do it on Patreon. At least you can make go. a few dollars on it. I mean, there it's not go. a lot of money. I think it's like 5 or $10 a month to watch it. And I, as far as, like, after racetrack, it's hard for me to make videos because nine times out of ten, I'm the one-man crew there, me and my wife. Um, yeah. I don't have time to video. I got to work on the car, haul the car, drive the car, pay for the car. I mean, everything, I do it all, you know? Well, that's it's cool. It's hard. I try to start that Patreon to see if it helps, you know? Maybe... And some people might not want to watch it. Well, in in other words, you're busier than a one-armed trombone player. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I appreciate you calling in. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Anytime you want, just give me a call, buddy. Okay, I sure will. Thank you, my man. Right, thank you, buddy. Bye. All right. See you later. That is that is Billy Walker. So now we got. Let's see. Let's give a. Uh, I like old Billy Walker, man. I've been watching him race for a long time. All right, let's give him a clap. Cheers. All right, so now we got Destiny Ard on the line. How you doing there, girl? I'm good. How are you? Doing dang near skippy. Can't be no better. So tell us about, so Destiny and her her sister, race bomber cars been watching them for several years love watching them race so tell everybody where they can find your racing and tell us about your racing well we have a facebook page called Ard girls racing that we post a lot of stuff if we're working on the car if what track we're going to and that's where you can find on where we're going to be at each weekend but lately we haven't really been racing since around beginning of the season March, late March, early April, uh, I blew my motor, so we've been sitting out for a bit, and money's kind of tight, so we've been kind of waiting on, like, a good time to start working on our cars again, and I just started working on my car, hope, hopefully, the next race at Southern. So it's oh, just great. about done, been working on it tonight. That's great. Well, I'd love to see you win that race. That would be huge if you won that race. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get back in the car. Cause, so how many wins do you have in your career? Um, the past three years that I've raced, I've won each year, so I've only got three wins. Hey, that's that's still pretty impressive because that's mm-hmm. uh, and that's a record to keep, you know. Mm-hmm. Try, I try to win at least one time each year. That's that's my goal every year. Wow, that's great. So. While everybody's listening, I want everybody to share this link out 
tell tell your friends, your aunts, your uncles, and tell everybody to come listen to Destiny talk about her racing. Um, so, so your dad's been racing for years, and your sister races. So, how how long has your dad mm-hmm. been racing? He raced for about twenty years since he was, ooh, I think, eighteen, nineteen, since he was a teen. And wow. And twenty twenty, he had to give it up due to the uh, derby accident and whatnot. Uh-huh. And he just his back problems, knee problems, just he couldn't do it anymore. So he he's like, all right, my daughters can race. So he we got our cars built and everything. Me and my sister built our own cars with his help, and he got us out there racing. And then. Now, last year, got mom to join us and everything. So, it's just us three racing right now. Wow, that's that's cool. I'm glad y'all... Uh, that's cool to have your mom race with y'all. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some nights when we get, in, get into each other, we'll be mad for a little bit, but at the end of the day, we come home and we're all smiling and laughing with each other, just fixing the cars the next day. That's awesome. That's what it's about right there, families getting together, mm-hmm. fixing the cars. And, and you know, I want to see, this is what I want to see. I've been saying this for quite a while. I want to see more females in racing because all you girls mm-hmm. and ladies out there listening, if y'all want to be cool like Destiny and her family, y'all get you a dirt car and go race. I mean, that's the cool kids club right there. Yeah, when we started it, uh, since we like kind of grew the bomber class, us, <clears throat> me and my sister kind of were the starts of it, and then each year more girls got into it, actually. And it's kind of nice seeing more girls out there and racing against them, really. I know, and, and you know, that's a big props to y'all, and I tell you, I like watching Kayla Gassner race. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, she's gonna come on the show pretty soon. But I watched her race Saturday night. Her, she didn't. Her best race I've ever seen her do. She didn't spin and do nothing. So shout out to all the females racing in the local tracks because that's awesome. <clears throat> so, your, so how did how did y'all get your numbers for your car? Um. Well, my sister, I know that she wanted numbers that look good with each other and everything. And she scrolled through this old book with old racers and everything, looking at numbers and everything. And that's how she picked 25. That's kind of how I picked 27. And I don't really have a story behind it, really. It's just, I'm like, you know what, let's just be 27. And then it's blue because I wanted like a teal color. Cause that's like my favorite oh, I color, love it. and yeah. mhm, that's the best well, that's color a, to me on a race car. Uh, that's a pretty race car, I'm telling you. I love that color because when I see it, you know what I think about? I think about going to the beach. That's what I think about when I see mm-hmm. that color. <laughs> I get so many compliments on it, and on the track, it looks so good. And when I get pictures back from everyone, it just the colors just go good. It it, it really does because. I'm not a fan of black, black or yeah. uh, black's my worst color because cause me being a photographer, I'm out there trying to take pictures, and my camera's just crying because it cannot focus on a black race car. And then when I do, it's so dark you can't see it. But with your mm-hmm. color, it pops. Everybody sees it. It's different. Not everybody does that color. Yeah. And with white, I mean, so many people hate on white because, I mean, later on, with all the dirt and everything, it'll start turning like a little bit orange. 
but that that mm-hmm. ain't nothing to us. We pressure wash it, and then every year we paint it white again. That's cool. It, it, and and when you see the when you see the color turn orange like that, just say, "Oh, that's battle scars." <laughs> mhm. Exactly. <laughs> so, oh, uh, so y'all are still in bomber class, correct? Yeah. That's cool. Well, I hope to see both of y'all get a win before the end of the season. That would be awesome. I hope so too. I'm just dying to get back in the car. So, um, when is Southern's next race? Uh, their next race is the thirtieth, so about two weeks away. Okay, so that's the one you're going to try to make. Mm-hmm. Because I can't really race beforehand since I had a surgery two weeks ago and everything, so I got to wait a few more weeks so I can race. So are you doing better from your surgery? Yeah, I am. That's great. That's great. Well, I'll make sure and say a prayer that you do good the next race. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so what do y'all do? So so this is a, uh, and I totally forgot to ask Billy, but what do y'all do safety-wise in your racing to help protect you and keep you safe? Uh, to keep us safe, uh, we have tons of bars. In our cars when we build them, we have the uh, halo with a bar across, and then we have about four to six bars going back to the uh, back of the car. And then for the fuel cell, we have thick uh, two-by-three metal metal tubing back there so that in case we do get hit in a bad wreck, everything stays together and doesn't really come apart. And then we have wow. our Han and helmets and everything, and we change out our seatbelts uh, a little bit before they expire so that we know that we're safe and the belts aren't going to break or anything. That's great because a lot of people, and I see this, and I see this, uh, it just drives me insane, people that use out-of-date safety stuff. And I know mm-hmm. you, some people are trying to save a little money, but like, like if it keeps you safer to go home to your family, Spend that little extra Spend money to, extra to keep money, your yeah. stuff. Yeah, keep it updated because they could learn from y'all. And see, I like the way when you said y'all build your cars, you build them like a tank. Because I've seen y'all in some wrecks mm-hmm. and them cars. Like the next week or so, y'all are back out there. I said, well, mm-hmm. that tells me that their dad builds a mighty fine race car. Yeah, just like uh, the two times that my sister flipped, he's the only one flipped twice, and each time, no bars were really bent or anything because like we have it so supported by so many bars that she was safe came home with probably three bruises at most really wow that's a blessing from god right there that's awesome Mhm. that's great because when you build it as sterner stuff or as my friend mr gerald says it's t-u-f-f tough <laughs> 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 so I love that. I love that saying. He said, Jared, you're a T-U-F-F tough. So I, I use that <laughs> with safety and racing with a capital T. <laughs> uh, so if I'm not mistaken, your dad has been building some um, Crown Vicks for the Crown Vic class, right? Yeah, I think he built probably about 12 to 13 I think he's taking a little break right now, but a lot of the cars out there at Five Flags and Navy Mobile, he's built most of them 
to be honest, and everyone loves them. It's built like our bomber cars with all them bars and everything to make sure that they're safe if they get in a wreck because on asphalt, it's not as forgiving as dirt, really. Oh, I, I agree. And uh, I've been to uh, – I went to Mobile International, and I watched – I think I went twice this year, if I'm not mistaken. But anyways, it was so much fun to watch the the new Crown Vic class race up there. And then I heard they had 20-something at Five Flags, and then at Mobile's last race they didn't have that many, but it was still cool to – to see, and it's cool to know that there's some safe cars out there that your dad built because not everybody can just – there's there's some people uh, that don't even need a welder. Like some people are that bad at doing safety stuff. It's like if if I was a safety inspector, I would throw them out. I'd be like, no, we need better mm-hmm. better safety, you know. But I like how, how well built because I've seen his pictures on Facebook. I said, wow, that's a pretty stout car. Yeah, a lot of – Dad's very, 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 uh, he thinks safety is very important. That's why he built the cars the way he did because we're his daughters and he don't want to see his kids end up hurt with racing and everything. So he, That's great. Because mm-hmm. I think all parents should think that way about their kids' safety. Whether, now, I know not all parents can build race cars, whatever, but they can still get with somebody that does and say, hey, I don't want no Dollar General welds on my car. I want the best of the best. I want this and that because, to me, you can't put a price on safety and saving your life. Yes, exactly. Because you, you have especially kids. They have their whole entire life ahead of them, and getting in a wreck at this young of an age and then getting hurt, they won't have a good enough future that they were planning for. Exactly, exactly. And... So many people, like I was talking about earlier, just skip on safety. They don't think about they don't think about fuel fires. They don't think about this breaking. They don't think about the net restraint. You know, some people say, "Well, I I can't use this for this reason." I say, "Well, you, you're gonna have to learn to live with it if you want to save your life." You know. Mhm. <clears throat> it's just like a lot of people don't actually wear gloves, and that shocks me all the time. And I wear my gloves every yes. single race, and people are like, "Oh, I don't." I don't like the feeling of it. I can't feel my steering wheel or anything. I'm like, okay, still, I can feel my steering wheel perfectly fine with gloves because, I mean, I've raced three years with them, and I don't yeah. I don't see a difference in it. See, I like the way you think. You're smart. So I, I, you wouldn't believe, like, like me and Jeff Clark, the race director at Deep South, was talking a while back, and he's like, I wish they'd make gloves, wearing gloves mandatory. But he said yeah. most drivers, they don't. They admit to not wearing them. And then, like, Mr. Tim Sullivan and I was talking, and he told me, because he drove dirt track for over the years, and he told me, he said, look, that's just an excuse, people not. He said, I use gloves. He said, I fold my tear-offs just enough to where I can grab up my glove, and I pull them tear-offs mm-hmm. fine. And yeah, that's another excuse happen? people use. Yeah. And so what if somebody what if somebody gets, gets their hands burnt because they were dumb and didn't wear gloves, mm-hmm. and then they... Well, I told you, you should listen to me, you know. Even then, you also got uh, some parts that fall on the track, like a lug nut or even a rock, you know, in the dirt at some track. If it hits your knuckle, I mean, even with that glove, it'll protect it more than just the bare skin. Exactly. See, I hadn't even thought about that. That's a good point because you mm-hmm. see drive shafts, you see all kind of parts fail 
on race cars and them gloves, especially with a thick pair of good gloves, it keeps your knuckles from getting scant, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that's awesome to think about. So um, tell us about, so you reached out to us recently, so tell us about uh, your pageant coming up and how you're looking for sponsors for the Snowball Derby pageant. Yeah, every every year they do a Miss Snowball Derby pageant for Five Flags and everything. And last year I did it and it was my first time. It was it's a nice experience for women to experience at least once. I mean, I did it last year. I mean, I loved it. I wouldn't say I was fully prepared of how it was going to be, but since I did it last year, I know how this year is going to go and how I can improve myself to try to get up there, you know. And it'll be in November, uh, I, I think the 17th. It'll be a Friday, like the second or third Friday of November. And it's going to be at Seville Square in downtown Pensacola. And I'm just trying to find some sponsors to help me out with, like, dresses, hair, makeup, anything to help to go towards the pageant. Wow, that's awesome. So if you have a business or anything and you want to reach out and help her for this, because I'd like to see her win it. So y'all reach out to her, and she'll promote you. She'll sponsor you. And and I think you mentioned uh, that Speed 51 is going to be doing those promos and stuff. Yeah, Speed 51, and uh, I believe uh, Race in America will have a little bit with it, too. We'll broadcast some of it, too. Wow, that's huge, because both of those are really big companies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know a lot of racers that subscribe to them all year round, and they'll be watching racing videos all the time. Well, that's great. So y'all need to subscribe to that so you can watch the Miss Snowball Derby pageant and watch her watch her beat all these other girls. <laughs> so that's uh, I've been to the Snowball Derby two years. I enjoyed it. I've never been. I've never been to the pageant, but it looks like it's a lot of fun for y'all. Mm-hmm. It's stressful, but at the same time, it is very fun. Because I know it's several girls that, that enter enter that pageant, and it's a big deal if you win. Mm-hmm. They have uh, two other – I think it's every year. I'm not too sure, but they have uh, two – last year they had – uh, I, can't, I can't remember the name of either one of them, but it was like little awards that the pageant girl vote for each other, you know. There's that one. Then uh-huh. they have a best photograph, like best at taking pictures, you know. And then oh, cool. uh, the main winner. So you can get three different uh, winners, technically. But you have the main winner that will be taking photos with the winners at the Derby and then all year round the next year. Oh, that's a pretty cool deal if you win that one. Mm-hmm. Because Five Flags Speedway, I love big racetracks. They're my favorite. The bigger the racetrack, the faster. And Five Flags mm-hmm. Speedway is one of those tracks where it's just wide open, hold your foot to the floor, and there's a lot of good racing. Yes, there's, I love that track. I grew up at that track, and for me to race dirt, it, it's different. I know that I was born at a born to be around a asphalt track, but I, I kind of like dirt more right now. 
Hey, I don't blame you. I, I like I like dirt more than I like asphalt. I like both. I, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. it don't matter. It, you could take a Craftsman lawnmower and race it, and I'm going to be happy, as long as it's racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you got any sponsors you want to shout out for your car? Uh, no, I do not, because when it comes to, uh, I think, the first year of racing, we had probably five sponsors, but... The last two years, we've just been on our own, just my family pretty much. That's who I'd like to thank, okay. my family, because they're the ones who help us out. Well, that's great. Uh, I know you, uh, it's pretty cool to race with your sister and your mom, so you can shout them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool. And so have you raced against your dad yet? Oh, I have not. We make jokes about it, it all the time. <laughs> That'd be a dream race, wouldn't it? Yeah, it sure would. I would love to race against my dad. Everyone loves him. He's one of the best Pensacola racers there is. You'll be at Five Flags and everyone talks about him, even though he's not racing. Everyone yeah, knows him cool. out there. Because, like, I can remember, I like, I love seeing him and talking, talking safety with him. And we was talking... Right before a driver's meeting at Deep South Speedway, maybe last year, I think it was, I talked to him for a driver's meeting, and I, I just enjoy talking with him. He's one of those people that you can get along with pretty easy. If you can't get along with him, you can't get along with nobody. Exactly, yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, you got anything else you want to uh, talk about or anything else you want to think? Uh, not that I can think of, really. Okay. So if you got any... If there's any businesses out there that want to get your business out there, be promoted, and I, I know Destiny, she'll promote it to her Facebook. Hit her up on Facebook. Look up Destiny Ard and join the group Ard Girls Racing to follow her and her sister and her whole family racing. And uh, there, there's some good folks to watch racing and good folks to meet at the racetrack. So uh, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome, and you you call and uh, anytime you want to talk, call on the show. Your sister wants to call in. Let me know, and I get you a time slot. All right, thank you. All right, thank you very much for calling in. You're welcome. That's cool. All right, y'all. So that was Destiny Ard. She's super cool. So let me give the cheers for her, like I did Billy Walker. Uh, awesome show, y'all. If there's anybody else that wants to call in, the number to call in is 718-664-9861. And save that number. Call in every Thursday, uh, 7, 7 to 8, usually. If I go over 8, it's no big deal, as long as I don't go two hours. I don't like to go two hours or more because you got to keep people's uh, tuned in and listening. So, shout out Destiny Ard, the Ard family, Shauna Ard, her mom, Trinity Ard, her sister. And i got to give a shout out to Billy Walker. I enjoy talking to Billy Walker. I'm glad he came on. I hope a lot of people got to tune in and listen to Billy Walker because he is super awesome to talk to. And I'd love to see Billy Walker win that race when he goes up north. I can't remember the name of the racetrack, but um, I remember liking that track. Facebook. I literally go on Facebook, y'all, and I literally search every single racetrack I can find. And 
I have a lot of pages like Facebook used to. They had a limit of 5,000 pages you could like or follow. Well, I reach that limit because I like to follow all kinds of stuff, hunting, fishing pages, American-made stuff because I'm big in American-made. Uh, but racetracks, I follow every single racetrack that I see and find, whether it's drag or asphalt, dirt. Mostly asphalt and dirt tracks are the ones I look up on Facebook. And you wouldn't believe at the racetracks I find and follow, man. And <clears throat> there's some tracks that don't do the best job at promoting. And what I mean by that is they don't uh they don't post enough. They don't keep their fans engaged enough. They don't utilize all the Facebook tools available to them. Uh if you'd ever if you ever want some tips on Facebook stuff, hit me up cuz I got I lost count at 16 pages that I run or help run. I got six groups. Out of all six groups, I think two or three, maybe two or three are actually mine. And out of all the Facebooks I run, I got four that are actually mine. Uh, my old detailing business, and of course, the Race Safer Fuel Arrester, and my ministry, Coonars Outdoors Ministries, and then the rest of them. Or pages I help or help with. But I can give you some social media tips. There's so many things that tracks aren't using to bring their fans in and keep them engaged. I love watch, watching when a racetrack goes live on Facebook and they interview drivers or they interview the, the whoever, the announcer, whoever. They'll go live and they'll show off the track, this and that. That's a huge plus for me because it, it keeps the fans engaged and watching you know, they get real-time stuff about the track. It's pretty cool. Jackson Motor Speedway is good about doing that. Shout-out to my buddy Michael Huseman and, of course, Terry Sanders, a promoter down there, and all of them at Jackson. They do a good job of their social media because they go live all the time and gauge the fans. Um, another thing, when you when you got an event coming up, or, or you can even do it for regular races, another thing I'd like to to suggest for racetracks to do is create an event on Facebook. It's super easy to do. I've done a bunch of them over the years. You go to your events listing on there, make sure it's a public event, and all you do is you post your cover photo for that event, which will be your flyer or whatever you want to put there. The flyer is the best thing. And then you go in there and click edit and add your caption to that flyer. And you post, of course, you tag the location. You post a date and a time, and and I see some tracks, they'll do that. They'll create an event, but then they'll just leave it. They won't, they won't do a whole lot with it, and that's kind of another way you're not engaging your fans. Uh, another tip is when you create that event, you want to post in that event constantly and share it constantly because when you post in that event, a lot of people don't know this, but say I send out a bunch of invites to an event, and when I send out an invite, it gives me the option to type out what I want to send an invite for, like what's the what's the event reason. So a lot of times I'll type out and say, hey, I'd like for you to come to this event, and, I'll, and it, I'll talk about it a little bit, type it in, and then hit invite. Well, when, they, when somebody receives an invite, they see that caption there. So tracks can do that. And then another thing is 
when you're posting in that event every day, the people that have clicked that they're going to the event or they're interested in going to the event, those people that have already clicked one of those options, it sends them a notification every time something is posted in that group. So that's another way to keep your fans updated and engaged. Especially if they click their going, it's going to send somebody a notification to their Facebook. So, hey, so-and-so racetrack posted in this event. Don't just create an event and just leave it there because that's not that's not the best advertising in my opinion. Post in the event. Keep everybody updated because a lot of times people will see those posts in that event you created before they'll see a post on your regular page because they'll get notifications. And that's just another way to engage your fans. Another thing to do, too, I'm just giving social media advice. I'm, I'm not aiming this at any racetrack, but I've just seen some do this. When you post your flyer, post a picture on your page, make sure it's the clearest picture you can post. Because sometimes it's whether it's somebody that doesn't know a lot about social media, doesn't know how to save a picture correctly, but a lot of times somebody will save and post a picture of a flyer or if they have a picture of their race schedule and they'll post it. If I can zoom in on my phone by tapping my screen once or twice and zoom in, and I can't read what it says and it's too blurry to read, that that tells me that it was saved wrong, the wrong way and posted wrong. Because if you look at your, because um, I'm a computer nerd, so to try to break it down and make it simpler for some people that don't know a lot about computers or whatever, like you can look at a file size, which is the size of your picture, your photo, flyer, whatever you're posting. You can look at that file size and see how big it is. And if it says MB, which is megabytes, if it says that and it's a higher number, that means it's probably going to be close to your original picture or as or is the original picture the way it was supposed to be. But if you see the one that says KB and it's a small number, that means it was saved wrong and the file size is reduced and it's not clear, it's garbage looking, and it looks more professional when you post a clear picture on your social media. You want it clear as possible. It drives me nuts when I see something I can't even read it. And I'm, I've been bad about posting pictures, and I look at it and I'm like, man, why did I post that? I don't, that's not clear. And then I realize, and sometimes it may be the camera or whatever, uh, but a lot of times it's on how you save it and how you post it. And if you want to save a picture, it's pretty easy. Click on the picture, go to the top corner, click three dots, and it hit save. Now, sometimes it ain't got that option. So you can go to your web browser with your mouse if you're on a computer, right-click, and sometimes it'll let you click save or save as. Or there's other ways you can try to save it. But that's just some social media tips to help these racetracks out, get the word out about your races and... Oh, if you want to, uh, I like what Deep South Speedway was doing for a while when they would go live and they would talk about the races, uh, upcoming races and stuff. I enjoy it when tracks do that. And another thing you want to do, if you go live and you're uh, promoting your races, you're trying to get the word out, 
one thing you don't want to do, which is a big, big no-no, is you don't want to ignore the fans. You want to answer their questions. Now, you may not be able to answer it right away, so you just say at the start of the show, say, hey, we're going to have a question and answer session. Don't leave the live until your question is answered. And then they can scroll back up on their phone or whatever and read the questions and answer it. Uh, I know Southern's uh, good about doing that. And, uh, you know, it's good, like, if you do a live and you're and you, talking about your races, you want to engage your fans, answer the questions. Of course, obviously, you're not going to be able to be able to say hi to everybody. You're going to miss some comments, whatever. It's just the nature of Facebook, especially if you have a lot of fans on there. But it's good to say, hey, so-and-so, thank you for watching, or please share this out, because that is a huge thing, telling people to share it out. Because a lot of times people don't even think about small stuff like that. Just sharing a post is huge. And then when you share a post, it gives you an option to tag people. So you can tag people in your caption, whatever, and then tag them in the tag button. That helps, too. So any ways you can do to help promote your racetrack and get it out there. And so it looks like we're at the 807 mark, which is awesome. I don't have any more callers. Uh, I think Robbie was busy working today. He's getting ready to move. So if y'all would say a prayer for Robbie, uh, he's in the process of moving to a new location. He's going to move his trailer. And also he's... uh, Prayers for Robbie that he can get back surgery because he really, really needs some back surgery. Uh, his back's not that in good of shape. Uh, so uh, just say some prayers for him and uh, appreciate everybody watching and or talking. Excuse me, listening. I forgot I'm not live on Facebook. Uh, I enjoy the live videos actually just as much or more than I do the podcast stuff. But maybe one day I'll go live while I'm doing the uh, podcast also. Kind of like what we was doing with Talking Dirt. And and one thing I like about live is people can ask questions and stuff like that. But i got to give a shout-out to Chris Creighton, the voice of the House of Hook, Why Not Motorsports Park. Uh, He is one of the top announcers, like, that, I got several announcers I, I got as my favorites, and he's in my favorites list of announcers. I remember several years ago when I barely knew him. I knew him. We was becoming friends at the time. But I remember telling Chris that he reminds me of Ned Jarrett as far as announcers go. Ned Jarrett's one of the announcers that you just know that, bam, hey, he's that good. And, of course, Ron Southern's one of the other top announcers I know. And, of course, my friend Mitch Kachera. i got to give a shout-out to Ron Southern. Ron Southern's done a lot for me. Mitch, Mitch has done a lot. Chris has done a lot for me. But I remember when I told Chris he sounded like Ned Jarrett. I won't never forget. He told me, he said, well, that's very nice of you to say, Gentleman Ned. And I won't never forget that. You know, he was tickled to be compared to Ned Jarrett. Uh, my favorite announcer of all time would have to be Bob Jenkins, Bob Jenkins Racing. I, Bob Jenkins, and, I, and there's so many others I like. Ned Jarrett's another one. But Bob Jenkins, man, just had that voice. I remember when I was a wee little lad, because I've been listening to NASCAR my whole life. been listening to NASCAR since I was a 
1990, I think it was, I was my earliest memories of NASCAR. Um, Je- Brett Bodine and Jeff Bodine, I think Brett Bodine had the Quaker State car. I just remember Bob Jenkins doing the announcing on ESPN and ABC. And he was just so good, and then he passed away about a year ago or so, and that was so sad. He was a legend in racing. And so I, I, I like listening to certain announcers. I like the ones that engage their fans, that get excited, man. Like Chris, he gets excited. Like when he gets out there, he gets fired up. And uh, but like I get fired up on my race videos when I film racing videos. And you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it, some of the off the wall stuff I say when I'm filming races, especially when there's wreck. Ain't no time. <laughs> I'm always got some kind of funny little saying or quote because I like making people laugh, and uh, I love doing that kind of stuff. So. We're about to end the podcast. Um, I want to give a shout-out to, of course, Chris Creighton, Race Chat Live. Thank you, Chris, for this podcast. Shout-out to Jason McMillan at the 110 Nation Sports, or 110, yeah, 110 Nation Sports, I believe that's right. So shout-out to Jason, and Jason is the reason why I have this podcast. Thank you, Jason. Y'all go on Facebook. Here's some pages to like. Race Chat Live. You'll like Race Chat Live, of course. That's Chris Creighton's NASCAR show he does. Uh, I love NASCAR. I love listening to his shows. So Taz Taylor Reed and uh, Lee Reed and all them. Shout out to them. And then be sure and go like the 110 Nation Sports. If it wasn't for the 110 Nation Sports, I wouldn't have this podcast. And be sure and thank Jason McMillan for all he does because he does a lot, man, for real. He's in the background. He edits a lot of this stuff, puts it on the 110 Nation Sports YouTube. So uh, be sure and go join the, uh, subscribe to the YouTube. And, yeah, the 110 Nation Sports. So they got a YouTube, 110 Nation Sports, which is awesome. Be sure and like Race Safe for Healer Rester on Facebook. Um... Yeah, shout out Race Safer Fuel Arrester. Shout out Robbie Johns, man. Robbie invented the Race Safer Fuel Arrester many years ago. Robbie's, like like I was talking about earlier with Billy Walker, Robbie's been in racing a long, long time. His dad raced sprint cars in the 70s. His dad raced for Hall of Famer sprint car racers. And when I say Hall of Famer, I'm talking about guys that are in the sprint car, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame right now. That's who his dad used to race against. His dad's a legend, Bobby Johns. That's how Robbie got his number, 21. So I'm hoping and praying Robbie gets to have back surgery soon so he can uh, so he can have get back in a race car because I would love to see Robbie back in a race car, a sprint car or a nine-wing sprint car, whichever. I'd love to see him back racing, but not until he is able to get that back surgery. So y'all say a prayer for Robbie. Put him on your church prayer list if you would, please. He could use it. He's a great friend of mine. Him and his wife, Tina, are awesome people. They they deserve uh, the good stuff that comes their way because they, they're great people. Robbie's done a lot for racing, let me tell you. Everything from starting the low-book sprint car series many years ago to inventing the race safety field restaurant of racing. He's been around the block. He knows safety, and he put all his top knowledge 
into inventing and building the this fuel arrester. So nobody has come up with a cool invention like this as far as fuel safety. But Robbie has got the patent on it, so check out our website that I built for us at RaceSaferFuelArrestorLLC.com. Check it out. Buy a fuel arrestor from us. It would mean a lot to me if you bought a fuel arrestor because it meant a lot to Robbie, too, because he's been working years on this, and he got it perfected. We got it down pat. So any like I said earlier, any size fuel cell, it doesn't matter, three-gallon cell. Uh, you want one for your stock fuel cell. If you got a stock uh, fuel tank in your car for a stock class, we make one for them, too. It don't matter. Uh, we want to see you protected from a fuel fire. We don't want to see you get burned. So before I get off here, I'm going to read you our three Bible verses, and I'm going to sign off. And then I'm going to play that new song, Levi Man. So shout out to Levi Man for the awesome song for the show. Uh, all right, so let me pull up our website here. Let's see, Race Safer. All right, Race Safer Fuel Arrester. There it is. Boom, type it in, Google search, first website that comes up, and second is our Facebook page. And I love building websites, man. I'm really good at websites. I'm good at selling stuff. I'm a good salesman. I don't brag on myself, and I'm trying not to, but sometimes you just got to let your accomplishments known that because I'm in the market of selling fuel safety. So I want people to know that they can trust me to sell them something that will help save their life. Um, I've got many years sales experience from previous jobs, and I recently just graduated with Kennesaw State University. They have an online program through Coursera that I took. It's a three-step uh, professional selling course, and I took all three steps, uh, passed all three, uh, did scored really high on those, so I've got three sales certificates now to help with my selling, and that will help me with my future. Uh, hopefully I have a long future in selling, especially uh, selling fuel safety. So uh, you can trust that that I know what I'm doing because, for one, I study what I'm selling. I can tell you about it. I know about it. Um, it's good. If you're a salesman, you need to know what you're selling. You need to study. You can't just go out there and have some slick, smooth talk uh, and try to sell something. No, you have to study. You have to see to a customer's needs, racer's needs, whatever, see their needs and make sure you understand it. And you let them know how great your product is and sell them on what it does. Fuel rester safety. Save your life from getting burned. In a, there's so many people that's been burned and got sent to the hospital with second, third degree burns because they never thought, ooh, I'm going to catch fire. I'm gonna, my fuel cell is going to explode. You just never know. Like the Bible says, you're not promised tomorrow. So these three verses I want to read you. Of course, our logo, thank you, Ron Southern, for the logo. says, we got you covered. And the bottom says, in peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 4, 8. Super awesome verse. And then I want to read you the verse at the end of our website. Shout out to Miss Tina for finding this verse. 
is Isaiah 43.2, New American Standard Bible. Uh, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. What a great verse, because look, she pointed out the field arrester is about saving people from getting burned from a field fire. That verse right there is awesome, because at the very end it says, when you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. What that tells me, that whole verse, it tells me if you're a Christian and you trust in God and you believe in prayer and believe and you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you know for a fact where you're going to heaven. When you walk through fires of life and trials through life, the rivers, the waters, whatever, keep that verse in mind because God is your safety net. You can go to God and pray, and boom, he's there protecting you, just like our fuel arrester will protect you from a fuel fire. Because... If God is my safety net, so I want not not only y'all to know and have God as your safety net, but I want all you drivers to have our race safer fuel arrester as your safety net in your race car. Pretty smart. Um, you know, we put God first in what we do. I know Robbie does, Miss Tina does. So good Christian company. And so let me read you one more verse here. I'm going to end the podcast. It's been great, y'all. What a great podcast. Shout out Destiny and Billy Walker, man. Two great people. All right. So let me read this verse. This is Acts 20, 24. This is the third verse I always read. It says, However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me the task of testifying the good news of God's grace. That is my race, because anybody that knows me personally knows I love talking about Jesus. I ain't no Bible scholar, and I can't I can't quote Bible verses word for word and this and that, but what I can tell you is how awesome Jesus is, what he's done for me in my life. I've got many stories I can tell you of the awesome, awesome works of God, what he can do, the miracles he's performed in my life. So let me get off this live here. I'm going to play this song to end it. Y'all share this live out. If you want to be a guest on the show next week, let me know. Uh, maybe get my awesome buddy John on. And we'll hit Cameron Goldsworthy up about being on the show next week. So, And when you think about it, so let's go in here. Go to Amazon Music. Go to Facebook. Look up Levi Man. Uh, you can send him a friend request. You can also like his artist page at Levi Man on Facebook. And go to Amazon Music and download this song. And, of course, it's on Spotify and all your other music platforms. But if you're like me and love downloading songs, then you can download it from Amazon Music. So we'll see you all later. God loves you and Jesus saves. Thank you so much.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.